Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason Charrington and back for another year, it's Nick Bassett. A big return. How are we doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, bloody tops. Um, It's been a good New Year's and start to the year. How you been? Yeah, good. Good. Refreshed. Refreshed. Refreshed and ready to go. Um, And poor poor start to the year for Kit. He sends in his apologies. Um, We tried to make it work, but uh, we're all juggling a fair few things at the moment. So, Yeah, he's made it one month through the year and he's already tired, so... Uh, we'll let him sleep this one out. Obviously not as refreshed <laughs> as, <laughs> as uh, you and I. But, um, yep, he's still here, so don't panic. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll be around. Uh, sure. how, how was your break, my friend? Yeah, good. Um, because of all my tournaments last year, I worked through. So we, we held the fort and kept everything running. Um, got a few days off, obviously, over christmas and the public holidays so mm-hmm. um yeah haven't felt like i've been too run into the ground but um been working on some stuff for 2024 and, and getting all that sorted for the teams we've got how about yourself yeah um yeah i took a fair bit of time off actually it took a an extra week and a bit off um i had a hell of a year last year so <laughs> i seriously needed a break um, which I did do. I did a bit of bit of homework and you know a bit of on the side type stuff, a bit of prep work. This obviously not my full time paying job, um, but yeah, I actually did close the laptop, turn the notifications off the phone, and and thoroughly enjoyed sitting on the couch every night and not <laughs> not not working. Um, oh, d- didn't you go sit in a field as well? Sit in a field. Yeah, what did field? you go camping? Yeah, I, no, yeah, I did. I did go. I did go sit in a field. I think twice actually. I went sit, ah, sat in a field, sat in the ocean. That's once uh, wasn't enough. Sat in a lake. No, <laughs> took my boys. Took my boys out. It was great, mate. Yeah, I was ab- absolutely uh, had a delightful time. And I think um, that time of year it really reminds you how important it is to sometimes put the handbrake on and and just chillax. So. Yeah, it was good. Very uh, good. So you worked through. So would you would you say that this time of year is actually a bit of a quiet time for for you guys um, from an apparel point of view? I guess you're uh, nah, leading nah. in twenty three, but you're working on twenty four stuff already, or what's happening? Yeah, so we're we're still working on a lot of the special jerseys, I guess you'd call them, or the Anzac and Indigenous stuff. Um, for 23 most, for, this, for 23, this season most, most of it's there um, and yeah we're sort of starting to lock in the direction we're going with um, with Cowboys and Seagulls and, and all the NRL teams um, and start to get samples ready to go um, that'll be happening in the next few weeks so mm-hmm. exciting to see what we've got on the computer come to life such a good part of it isn't it like you do all the groundwork. Well, I know for me personally, anyway, you do all of the groundwork and you do all the exploration when you have the time. Like sometimes yeah. you don't have the time to do that exploration. But when you've got a concept and then you see it transferred into something physical, whether it's right or wrong, you might need to review colors or placements of things or whatever. But just for me, that's the really exciting yeah. part when you, you're transferring something digitally to the real world. I love it. It's very different from our old job too, with working on site um, at game and, and our past. And now, now we've got to wait three weeks or whatever for a sample to come, and um, definitely builds up the anticipation and getting your package at your door is quite exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's like your online shopping, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what sample am I getting this week? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rather than walking downstairs and tapping on it employee uh can you just sneak this through can i get this this afternoon please yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely hear you uh yeah it's it's such a very exciting point in time to see those ideas kind of come to life i love it it's, it's one of my favorite parts of working in 
the apparel yeah for sure part of it yeah seeing that release or the the final product is is always real rewarding yeah and i think it's going to be a great year um from my perspective there's a you know a couple of firebirds things that um that are happening this year that really am excited about and and can't wait to share with you guys what i can on when the when the time is right and i'm sure the same is with uh you and your your colleague over there on on the competitors (laughs) side um hopefully we don't get as much drama as we've gotten last year um and then even outside of our our own specifics um i think we're we're moving into a, a bigger diverse range this year particularly with the podcast as well from a um a guest point of view we've lined up yeah. a whole lot of guests hopefully. for the year uh, i think we're we i think we've quad, at least quadrupled the amount of guests compared to last year now that we've kind of established ourselves so there's only up up and up um from that point of view um and and even from the the, the wider space the community space where um obviously over christmas we've kind of had the handbrakes on but um as we hit that the accelerator again um more stuff will be coming out on instagram again and we love the engagement from everybody um and love to see what is coming out in the creative space in sports so now we've got some exciting things coming up this year don't we with rugby world cup and and the olympics coming up so um some or olympics next year but olympics next year paris yeah yeah. seeing stuff at um, the end of the year coming out for that. Yeah, yeah. Women's women's football World Cup. Um, yeah, that's this yeah. year. Oh, I'm devo that we start in February. Um, <laughs> we, we we skip one of my favourite times and and probably a large influence actually on on sports apparel, which is the Australian Open. We might have to do an episode in the next few weeks and go back and revisit. Have a quick maybe, look. Uh, this year's Australian Open because there was some really yeah. Um, now nah, Rafa got bright designs. <laughs> Rafa got knocked out in round two, so my interest very quickly ended this year, unfortunately. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I remember. You know, what what year did uh, Hewitt make the final? Two thousand and oh god, six maybe two thousand five, two thousand six, somewhere around there. Um, I've been watching tennis since I was like four or five years old. I've always yeah, loved yeah. it, and, and tennis for me particularly the Australian Open is where I started to really pay attention, you know, outside of sports teams, obviously. Um, sports fashion, you know, sportswear fashion. Yeah, that's probably the same for me, actually. I um, suppose I got into tennis when Martina Hingis came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was um, a little bit later than that. Maybe yeah, yeah. 2010, some, something around so that. Maybe she had a real cool dress that year and then I was – around that time was quite interesting adidas designs and with badasco he always had something quite interesting and <laughs> nadal was obviously in nike and fedor at the time as well um david uh, albandian was one of my favorites so. now bandian yeah uh stefanik radic is also someone who would wear <laughs> crazy designs yeah i remember watching him once or twice and in live actually and thinking man mate like is i thought it was a tactic right like i think he was deliberately (laughs) wearing certain pieces of clothing to try and distract (laughs) the opponents but anyway let's um a lot lot of chat here but let's let's get into it hey let's Let's get into the show so um big episode we're going to catch up on everything that we have missed over the last month um all of the hot news off our break. So we're, we've got Olympic medal design competition, some balls, uh, retro kits galore, some bland kits, and some truly amazing pieces of art. Uh, if you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can visit our Instagram page at Field of Design Podcast and look for the episode 42 highlights reel. You can also find the source articles and reference links that we mentioned in today's episode via our episode 42 blog at thefieldofdesign.com. If you'd uh, just like to get in touch with us, you can through our Instagram or via our email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into the news first up, hey? Let's go. 
So this is from olympics.com, design youth winter Olympic Games medals. Uh, it's a shame Kit's not here because I know he is a big <laughs> fan of these. So creative minds of the Olympic Games enthusiasts all over the world will once again have a chance to become part of the Olympic history as the next edition of the Youth Olympic Games medal design competition is launched. The winning design will be cast in gold, silver, and bronze, just like the colors we used in our awards episode last year. Nothing different. Um, and will be awarded to the young athletes who finish on the podium of the fourth edition of the Winter Youth Olympic Games to be held in Gangaon, uh, Republic of Korea, from the 19th of January to the 1st of February in 2024. So for those of you who are interested in participating, submit your creations by the 8th of March, 23, via the link which we will include in our blog. Um, and the winning design will be just selected at the end of the month. Keen? Keen. Going to submit something? More competitions that you love. More competitions that I love. Yes, and I am not suggesting at any moment that the International Olympic Committee is corrupt. <laughs> Maybe we should submit a design and try and hide our logo in there somewhere or the initials do a kit oh yes yes dare we run if any listeners are interested and have some free time dare we propose that they submit an, a metal design share it with us we'll post it on our instagram incorporating our logo and your initials, the listeners' initials. <laughs> Let's go. We'll, Let's we'll su submit it, submit it, share it with us. We'll share it and see how we go. You, you, you want to give it a go? You got time to give it a go yourself? Victory. Oh, mate. Let's see. Okay. I can draw a bronze circle. That's pretty creative. <laughs> They're going gold, silver, and bronze. Just for something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Never would have thought. Mix it up. So it's the, yeah. it's the win. Let's be honest. It's the winter youth. Olympic Games. That's like tier three. <laughs> winter for a start and youth. Come on. Winter for a start. Jesus. <laughs> Way to break their hearts. <laughs> ah, they got plenty of time. It's like a lead up tournament, isn't it? Really? <laughs> All right. This is from. <laughs> this is from FIFA.com. So the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 official match ball. Oceans, that is O-C-E-A-U-N-Z, is the name of the official match ball of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And it has been launched in spectacular fashion in Sydney, Gadigal, Australia, travelling over the iconic Sydney skyline by helicopter before arriving at Marks Park overlooking Bondi Beach. The design of the official match ball has been inspired by the unique landscapes of host countries Australia and New Zealand. Featuring designs from Aboriginal artists, our friend mentioned multiple times on this show, fantastic local artist Sherni Sutton and Maori artist Fiona Collins. Their art is also part of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 brand identity beyond greatness. The ball, yeah, it's a ball. Well, there's, there's actually... <laughs> not too much to it like right <laughs> this uh this made me laugh when i saw it in the show notes because i had a f my best mate from back in new zealand visit over summer and um just the name of it the oceans like obviously it's oceania but then the a-u-n-z and he just like it's he just, it's so cringe kind of thing you don't like it he was not a fan and i can see where he's coming from I actually, the first two times that I read the article, I didn't pick up that that's what the name of the ball was. <laughs> you, you know how like the, the FIFA structure, like I watched that, um, that Netflix um, corruption documentary yeah, that you yeah. recommended. So I, I watched that over the break, I think it was. Um, and I learned that, you know, the FIFA structure worldwide has these really elaborate names for certain divisions like, I don't, what is it like con, concavia for like yeah, Canada and, North, and con, concacaf. Con and, yeah, and, yeah. I literally saw that and thought, oh, they're just referring to Oceania and New Zealand or something like that. It yeah. took me two times reading the article, even though it says it in there somewhere, the name of the ball. I was like, oh, that is the actual name of the ball. Yes, so the ball. <laughs> I think a few people might have missed it. 
I think um, South Africa was the Jebulani. Yes. Can't remember yep. any any of them since. Yeah, and that one had, had a bit of controversy, right? Like the design of the ball itself was made to be more perfectly spherical and it yeah. was moving differently in the and air. Swerved around randomly, yeah. So now they mm. build them with purposeful divots in them mm. so they fly straight. Or fly the way that they were that the they players should, yeah. are used to, used to yeah. them flying, yeah. Sticking with the round ball actually for a little bit further, uh, the A-League Pride Cup kits. So I've actually extracted this one from melbournevictory.com.au's page. Um, Melbourne Victory and Adelaide United came together uh, some Monday morning while we were gone with, um, with Pride Cup Australia and the Victorian government a month out from the A-League's Pride Cup to celebrate LGBTI plus inclusion and the Pride Cup round. Uh, particularly the kits, I don't know, like... Very not, black. Not a lot. Not much rainbow is happening. No, no. The Victory, they've just got a bit of trim, don't they? And then Adelaide's yep. got the, the numbers. The, numbers mm. which the red part's very illegible, but... Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it. I mean, I I do like that it's subtle. I like that it's just not the AFLW slap a rainbow on it, but yes. also maybe a little more. Because, you know, the, that community is renowned for being subtle and not really yeah. in your face. So respect <laughs> respect the cause, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I would have liked to have seen more. I mean, as it is, it is Pride Round, right? So... It makes you wonder where they restricted in in what they could do. Were they um, scared of last year's reaction? Well, in the article, maybe not that one. In some of the articles, there were there were some shots fired, uh, particularly at the NBL, I think, because that had only recently had its own uh, bit of disaster um, coming from the Cairns Taipans camp around some players refusing to wear their their pride jersey. So. Whatever, I I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe Whatever. both teams they maybe both teams thought that the other team was going to wear a bright rainbow outfit and didn't communicate, and that's that's where we got to. Yeah, but right. who knows? Who knows? The um, first first All Black to come out just came out mm. a few weeks ago as well. Yeah, I did see Campbell that Johnston. So yeah, good on him. Not many people tougher than an all black. No. They are Maybe. a peak of human physical specimens and Maybe. I mean <laughs> I'm sure there's like firefighters or you know some other <laughs> heroes out there too, but yeah, they're up there somewhere. Hey, uh let's let's move away from the round ball. Let's go to uh Rhinos. So this is from the rhinos.co dot uk particularly leads um, rhinos celebrate year of culture with iconic kit these rhinos have revealed a bold new look for their alternative kit for 2023 which includes iconic landmarks from around the city as part of celebrations for leads 2023 the year of culture that was launched at the rhinos home at headingley earlier this month the predominantly white shirt features abstract elements of architecture from around the city going as far back as 1858 with the Leeds Town Hall through to the modern day with Victoria Gate, which opened in 2016. It also incorporates the distinctive colours of the Leeds 2023 Year of Culture with pink and yellow highlights around the shirt, shorts and socks. It's got a little bit of our uh, one of our winners from our awards last year. I wouldn't say it's executed anywhere near the same kind of vibe but um You're talking about hull here yes i am yeah, yeah it's yeah. got that carnival kind of feel with some yep. architecture and architecture and city um inspired elements yeah yeah um, the elements all coming together are done nicely um i don't know about the white base with those two colors but uh it's cool that They've come up with so many different icons for the city and then obviously the branding of the event or the year of culture um, tied into it as well. Yeah, I reckon I've that also... yellow is, sorry, Matt, I reckon that yellow is going to, as you said, um, be a bit illegible um, on field. Yeah. On field. Hmm. 
I've just noticed now while looking at it as we're speaking as well, the Leeds Building Society logo, because the building and society are off center to the triangles above mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's off center to the oxen logo in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's annoying me. That bothers right you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, oxen, from a design point of view, oxen have come out with some really nice. They've done some all right stuff, eh? Designs in the last um, few years. Uh, so I'll applaud them for that, actually. Um, the, the neckline's not too terrible on this, too. Um, I quite like those owls. I'm not familiar. Hold on. There is in that link. Um, if we just go to that link, I'm hoping that the owls, the owls included in the Leeds crest since, included in the Leeds city crest since 1660s. Okay. So that's the reason. I quite like those owls. It's a cool design. Mm. Um, what I would say with Leeds is surely it's time for them to update their logo. <laughs> it's they a bit, have, uh, bit 90s, isn't it? All the lines are very skinny and the the rhino is not exactly what you'd call modern you go 90s i'd nearly go 80s i mean i don't know when when that team um came to an existence but they've got you know the rhino is is actually a great uh mascot i reckon to be using and i just think that that rhino is not intimidating you're not getting a sense of size of you know the way the way it's drawn is almost like the Brisbane Lions, like the the vector's not quite straight. It's been must have been image traced a hundred times over. Yeah, you know, there's probably some historian there that'll that'll come on and and explain why you know yeah. it is the way that it is. But I reckon you know, apparently his name's Ronnie. <laughs> yep, Ronnie sounds about Ronnie. right. <laughs> yeah, let's stick with league. Let's come a bit closer to home. I know that we've spoken about this one off air. Let's talk about it on air. This is from melbournestorm.com.au, the 23 away. Apparently, inspired by kits of previous seasons, Melbourne will return to a full white kit, including shorts and socks when they hit the road in 2023. The purple strip down the middle of the jersey furthers this message representing the laneways that the city is famous for. It also showcases the journey and road to the success the team are constantly traveling on and striving for. Yeah, all right. Do we uh, add What did that... I say at the time? Did I hate this or I don't know? You know what? I don't like it. If yeah. they just got rid of that line, that laneway, headed straight down the middle. It is a simple design. It is a clean design. But if that's what you're going for, I reckon they could have owned it and it would have been great. Yes, plain plain white base, sure, fine. Sponsors on there, neck trim, um, sleeve, piping or bands, whatever. You know, if you want to do the hems as well, go ahead and do it. You know, I'm personally not a fan of colored, you know, separate colored hems, but whatever own it it probably would have done better and be better received than having the stripe down the front that's my personal opinion yeah i don't know whether you agree or disagree like that yeah they're going to get ripped a new one either way they've gone here i reckon they could have should have zigged instead of zagged yeah i can see what you're saying that whole um center stripes very kind of football isn't it uh well soccer when we're talking about it here i guess Mm. um i don't know i like the little sort of diagonal lines coming down adds a little piece of extra bit to the center stripe but overall yes it is what it is my favorite saying yeah yep the people love this this is uh, via the Cronulla Sharks Instagram page, Sharks Heritage 2023, uh, bringing the past to the present with our 2023 Heritage jersey, um, apparently available now. Go check it out if you want one. Um, would have been great to have Kit on here because I'm sure he would have had something to say on the matter. But um, have, you, have you got any thoughts? you got anything to say? Uh, contractually, I'm not allowed to like this. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but if I take my employer's hat off, nah, it's a nice jersey. Um, I, I do like what um, what these manufacturers are starting to do with with getting these retro collars across the line, and um, you know, even the patterns they're uh, they're going back to the Seddon for retro jerseys and and stuff like that. Um, for some reason, the color. I know it won't be any different to their normal blue, but it does look a bit more old and faded in some of the shots, which is kind of cool. Mm. Obviously, it will be their their regular blue, but um, no, nah, it's a nice jersey. Some filters that they've probably just put on the photography. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mate, I second everything that you just said there. Um, love the collar. I love the fact that these heritage jerseys, that the modern heritage jerseys are coming out with the you know the traditional necklines the one buttons you know whatever mm. you want to call it folded collars um yeah i think it's great <laughs> you know we talk about sponsorship integration you know that points bet uh, yeah I that's a bit dodgy yeah I, I, you know if if i want to be that um online you know keyboard warrior that wants to say something about it that's probably where i'd go it's a shame they couldn't do anything better with it but you know i'm in the industry i understand exactly why it is the way that it is and at the end of the day it actually still is a um pretty magnificent looking jersey so i think they've um they've done well with getting the sponsors on board too to um obviously aramex usually has the red points bet has their red as well so getting them to go black for for this jersey Um, always nice when the sponsors get on board yeah yep all right let's shift over to another sport now um this is the nbl so nbl.com.au uh this is their heritage uniforms that um that they started to drop um, we're not going to go through every single one here, um, but I suppose just a quick summary made of any of the ones that you liked or disliked or have any thoughts or opinions on. Yeah, um, I'll start with my home hometown. Um, Your boys? The Breakers. They one annoys me because they've done pretty well on the overall design and then they've decided to attach their current season pattern to the side panel which just wasn't on the regular jersey. Like, just leave it off. It's it's unnecessary. Um, just remake the jersey you're trying to make. Um, the, the, what is it, the Hawks one, that's... <laughs> Got to love that one. Uh, yeah, such what's a... that? Illawarra, yeah. Is that yep. the one we're talking about? Yep, they've gone back to their, their traditional colours of yellow and, like, canary yellow, really, in a, in a yeah. royal blue type colour. Just that old image, too, that it refers to with... The, the t-shirts and <laughs> the 70s now, that's haircuts. not 70s i don't know what is <laughs> <laughs> that's so good look at the shoes they used to play in too all flat sold yeah Some what do they call it like the gym boots is that what they used to call those things the amount of bloody burst ankles they must have had or they just put up with it and no one cared <laughs> yeah. yeah i actually love looking in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm loving looking back at the in the links here, actually, uh, of all of those, um, yeah, old school images. Yeah. It's it's uh, my comments, I suppose, would be it's a shame that half the league is actually new teams. So, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of the the retro jerseys that they've got um, aren't really that retro at all. I think no no F's given by Phoenix at this stage. I think they've gone with something pretty um pretty modern and standard. And yeah, that's um, just a straight phoenix design from the nba isn't it it is yeah, yeah it looks pretty much exactly like it um and then what was it? i think the other one was melbourne united as well so both melbourne teams they've just gone yeah look okay, we'll just make something it different and, and yeah. call it call it that yeah tasmania uh, is cool though yeah that's probably my highlight to be honest yeah. um you know hearkening back to the the devils um their old their old team there um for me it's a bit spaced out looking at the bullets in red um you know that's a that's really weird for me i know uh if our third co-host was here he'd say that he loves seeing the wildcats back in the the black and yellow yep. so we'll just say that there for him too and then um sydney kings would be great if they obviously didn't have that sponsor gap but um yeah you can't really change that so um mm. that's a cool do you reckon that there's a cool so change. that 
they're actually saving for a sponsor there. Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, gotcha. Every other team's got one there, so it must be a measurement yeah. that they have to be down from the bottom to leave that spot. Yeah, okay. Or down from the top, sorry. Uh, all right, let's let's move on now to some more callbacks. Uh, this is from a completely different sport, still in our neck of the woods, and that is from our friends over at saints.com, St. Kilda FC. St. Kilda will update its iconic Crusader Guernsey in season 2023 with a return to its 90s-inspired roots. So they have gone back to that Crusader look for their clash, and in 2023, their home will feature the fan-requested uh Oh, sorry. No, this is still Crusaders. My apologies. Um, the black back split panel of the late 90s combined combined with the pinstripes, collars and cuffs seen in 99 through to 2001. Uh, and on their home, they have also maintained those pinstripes and widened the inner white uh, of the tricolor. So... Going for some callbacks. What are they? What did we say last season? Um, in case of emergency, break break glass <laughs> on heritage jersey. Yeah, hit the um, red button. Give you're us... probably probably not too familiar with this design, are you? Oh, uh, yeah, I know of it, but yeah, it's not something that I have any attachment to. Yeah, great. Because I want to ask you this question without any attachment to it. What do you think of these pinstripes on both? I think both links there, the the home and the clash, the pinstripes on the the neck and sleeves. I don't mind it on the long sleeve because it's only on the collar. Mm. Um, I think it'll look better on field on the Guernsey, like the shorts, the singlet Guernsey, because it'll fit properly. Mm-hmm. These shots don't really show it that flatteringly. <laughs> the sizes aren't right. They never yeah. are for photo shoots. It's like who, who who have we got available? Who who's coming who's coming in today? Can, can we get can we get John on it? Uh yeah, okay. Oh shoot, it's a lot. Just a man. Uh all right. Well we'll we'll get a few bulldog clips and clip it at the back and try and make it work and hope the sleeves fit, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I actually have an affinity with that exact pinstripe look because Manchester United have the white, black, white look yeah, on a lot of their stuff. So that's a fair call. I don't know. It's um, yeah, probably a bit much for this Guernsey with all the other stuff going on. I'd just go probably black, but mm. yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I know I'm going to hurt anyway. a lot of feelings and I know it's probably a controversial thing to say. I, d- I just don't like it. Like... <laughs> I know, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do like it. Maybe I, maybe St. Kilda fans, maybe just designers in general, but I think it's too much. Um, it's I've, too much for that, Guernsey. I'll, I'll even the home as well on the next link there too, mate. Like yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's just too much for me. There's too much going on, too much activity. Um, I've never liked it, even, even in the 90s version, so... Sorry, St. Kilda fans. I know it's it's one of those things that's well well loved, um, and it's just not my taste. And, and that's would fine. you prefer it if it was a full crew neck and the pinstripe completed itself at the front? Or no, no. Nah. Maybe maybe if it wasn't a, like a three tier, you know how it goes: yeah. white, black, pin, white. Maybe if it was just black all the way around and then white, like a two-tier. I don't know. I'd have to draft it up and, and see what it looks like. Um, yeah, not not for me. So, okay, let's stick with the AFL now. And this is the Brisbane Lions clash. So uh, I think this one is, you know, if we if we had our third co-host here, he'd say that something like this has been pushed for quite some time <laughs> to happen behind the scenes at the Brisbane Lions. Um, and this year, for whatever reason, it's finally happened to be. So we are looking at the 2023 Clash Guernsey, which the Brisbane Lions will honour their club's entire merged history as they introduce a Brisbane Bears-inspired uh, we get the, the yellow with the maroon base and the yellow trim with a maroon lion 
Um, what are your thoughts, mate? I really like this one. Um, clean, hard, like it's got that strong top with the, the maroon on top. Um, I have seen some photos of it where the yellow looks more pastel. Pale, yeah. Uh, pale, and then there's some where it looks like that really strong gold. I I have a feeling it's their normal, that strong gold, but I would love if it was the pastel. Oh, okay. It, yeah, I don't know. I just think it looks great when it, with the softer yellow and uh, some of those marketing shots. Mm. Well, I'm looking at the Instagram post that they posted, which I did include in the links, which I yep. just want to say uh, fantastic effort by the media team at the Brisbane Lions. I don't, I've watched this a few times. It's a loop of, uh, what's, what's the nickname you give him? Oh, the suitcase. The suitcase. Um, McLuggage. Huge McLuggage. Uh, <laughs> Uh, winding up for a, a torp. Let's say he's doing a torp. He's catching, taking a mark, um, going for a boot. And through the process of doing that, the Guernsey transitions or the uniform, yeah. actually, the entire uniform transitions from the home to the away to the clash. And it nearly just lines up perfectly. Like I'm actually struggling sometimes to determine how they've done it <laughs> it's it's really Especially quite amazing. the first cut eh? the, the first cut from him jumping in the air to landing yeah, yeah. it's it's quite phenomenal but you see um, in that video the the yellow or the gold is a bit more pale yes i do yeah so yeah it's a lighting thing it's you know a filters thing I, I know that the the social team at these clubs sometimes play around you know yeah. when they're posting just with what filters they're they're using um either or uh, yeah I love it. I just, I really hope they don't have that watermark going through it. <laughs> I, I couldn't help. I don't my... think it is. It's not on the one you can buy anyway. It's not? No. Excellent. No, hmm. this is, I haven't got a Lion's Guernsey yet. This might be the first one. Yeah. Either that or they need to just release the long sleeves. They haven't released any long sleeves this year. Not yet. Right. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Fitzroy, the, the, the away one. I'm, I'm not a fan of them adding the yellow, um, trim to the neck and the sleeves. Uh, got a bit frustrated with them and doing that. Yeah. Could be a bit blasphemous from my, uh, from a Brisbane Lions community point of view. I'd really like to see a, um, a home without the yellow trim as well. I know, I know I understand <laughs> why it's there. Please don't come at me. Um, I think it would just look a lot cleaner would you make it blue um, or maroon uh i don't mind either way probably the blue but i don't mind yeah. i i quite like the clash that's got the the um yellow trim with yep. them set in the maroon so i don't think it would matter i just yeah anyway that is what it is that's just my taste yep okay New South Wales Waratah. So this is from their Instagram page and they have uh, released their complete range, which features their home, their away, and their heritage. Uh, again, looking at the heritage, what we mentioned just before, kudos to the team at uh, Waratahs and ISC with going with that traditional neckline. Um, I am actually both a big fan of the home and the away uh definitely looks yep. better with a major sponsor i know that um <laughs> i think the retails have come out you know before they were able to sign a sponsor which is a bit unfortunate but definitely looks better with a sponsor there but and what the waratahs are doing in their social media and online design space at the moment i think they've really found some great colors to work with they've gone with a more you know vibrant cyan type yep. color um not quite electric blue that's a bit too dark but um you know really in that digital space and touching in a bit more of the red it's got a little bit of um the seattle kraken vibes that's what i get when i look yep. at the yep. sleeves um the, the banding on the sleeves but yeah I, i'm a big fan of these jerseys big fan of the necklines big fan of the bands um and the colors so what are your thoughts mate yeah, I fully agree. The the banding on the sleeves of the home, really nice. I always like that little bit of red trim with the Waratahs. I know, obviously, it's a little bit hard to use with the reds and, and the rivalry there, but um, 
used really nicely on the home jersey. And then that that heritage, that is that's classy. That one, um, love the way they've done the the old school logo as well. I know in Super Rugby you can get away with a bit more than the NRL on what logos you can use. So, um, now these ones are a hit. Yeah, great pickup on that. It's it's such a shame there's so many restrictions. I'd really love to get someone from the NRL on at some point. And- um, just ask you know, why. <laughs> see if we can ask the questions. Yeah. So if there's anybody listening from the NRL who'd be interested, please get in touch with us. Reach out. From one Super Rugby team to another, closer to home for us, the Reds. So this is actually really fresh, only in the last few days for us at the time of recording, the 2023 Queensland Reds Pacifica warm-up tee design. Uh, have you had a chance to see this one, Nick? Yeah, I have seen this one. I saw it when it dropped. And again, um, obviously seeing a different manufacturer's logo on it this year, but I really like this one. Um, those colors work well together. I've always liked the maroon and navy look. Um, it's interesting. Let's in some, like we were saying before, with some of the, the photography shoots, the navy really has a green tint to it, doesn't it? I wonder if that's the lighting yeah, there. Uh, but continue. Almost that sort of steel look to it. It, it really shows up in the um, the fades to the yellow, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but, yeah, nice, nice tea, and hopefully they have some sort of Pacifica jersey to go with it. I absolutely love this. Yeah. Like we ripped the Reds a new one when they released <laughs> for the their, home jersey. For their, yeah, you were not uh, a fan. What what was it? Was it their hundredth, seventy fifth, hundred thirtieth, or something? Whatever it was, some yeah. apparently some important year of theirs. Uh, and then we get this. This is amazing. This is absolute art. Look at the detailing on all of these elements that get put together. It's got, it's got like the legit um, carving kind of yeah. texture in the illustration. Like I imagine that this was Almost drawn like some, something digitally. Kind of illustrated, eh? But yeah. I, th- I think it is. Like, you know, seeing what we've got here in front of us, um, check out the links on the, the episode blog. Um, it looks like it's been digitally hand drawn, all of the elements, and then put together. Just, uh, it's not image traced. There's no way that you can get. Well, I mean, it could be image traced, I guess, <laughs> but I, I think it's a little bit too authentic for yeah, that. For sure. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, the the colors. As I said, in some of the images, it looks like really green instead of the navy. But, um, yeah, I would really like to see something like this as part of I don't, I don't know do they they don't have what do they have special rounds i'm not sure but well, the aussie teams do some of the teams do a pacifica jersey i know the um brumbies have done it a couple of times and um yeah. the rebels i think have in the past as well so i would hope and expect perhaps this year it's a warm-up and if they end up adopting it this year as some sort of special jersey maybe maybe even next year. This art is um, too good, I think, to be wasted on a one-year warm-up jersey. I'm hoping that we get to see this more um, from them in something else as well uh, and celebrated. It's Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, In the link there, there's a video kind of goes through it, um, all of the different elements and kind of explains it in written text as well as to, yeah, what what some of those images mean. So kudos to the team at the Reds. Very good. Why don't... Yeah, they've come back from... Redeemed themselves, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you take it from here, mate? Yeah, well, I have an early contender for worst jersey of the year, I think, for your eyes to bestow themselves on. I've had uh, a look. <laughs> the Napoli Valentine's Day kit. Um, they wore it last month against Cremonese. I don't know why they've worn it in January. Um, but 
yeah, raglan white base tee with a red crew neck collar, red sleeves with a bit of a sort of chevrony gradient down the sleeves, and then a massive set of lipstick lips on the right hip. Mm. Um, lips. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, so it's an interesting one. This is obviously the club that famously wore what was it 13 or 14 kits last year so they love a special kit and um who is the supplier ea7 sorry it's um ea7's the like sporting branch of imperio armani or whoever it is armani Uh, okay yeah right fashion brand Um, okay oh geez but this fashion is is not (laughs) yeah that they must be uh, marketing in a different echelon to uh, Marty. Yeah. Some of the uh, kits they've done in the past, special ones have been pretty cool. The Halloween one from last year was cool. Um, obviously, they did that fingerprint Diego Maradona one. Oh, uh, yeah. Four of them. The, that'll jog your memory. Yeah. Um, Don't remember the Halloween one. We'll have to go back and have a look at another time. Yeah. Um, but we can put this one on the list for worst of the year already. Yeah. Should we have like a monthly update? We'll post post online or something, a monthly update of what's made the list so people can get familiar with them throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's not or, a bad idea. Start adding to it themselves. Yeah. Uh yeah. And- Lips. <laughs> Surely there's a bit more subtle way of doing Valentine's Day than the world's biggest pair of lips. Hmm. You just know. see lips. <laughs> i see um, more and, than just lips anyway keep going yeah we'll move on we'll, we'll stay in italy but um italy's the national team football they've um started their partnership with adidas mm-hmm. um, and i don't know adidas with the three stripes and then the tree color of italy just seems like a match made in heaven um but the home kit obviously Italy's classic blue and then sort of a marble tonal effect through it. Gold trim. Uh, and then along the stripes, you've got uh, the three, obviously the green, red, and white stitched into the stripes over the shoulders. Then the away kit, uh, more like traditional, what you'd expect marble to actually be colored like with that sort of creamy color with gold and then a bit of navy through it. Um, both both kits are in the the World Cup pattern. Um, I don't know. I think they're nice nice enough as kits, but I also think that's what I would have expected. Like, there's nothing shocking about them or different. That's what I would have expected from an Adidas Italy kit. It's just, oh, yep, some marble. Let's mm. let's do that. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, what 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 did you say before? A match made in heaven. <laughs> uh new logo too right like the logo yeah, is the a bit of a logo that's been refreshed um i think it's quite clean uh i mean i'm you know putting the traditionalism aside i think it's you know they haven't made major changes have they just a bit of a ref- nah, the shape's a little bit different and they've yeah. dropped like the center icon bit yeah um okay where do i start with my with my thoughts on this okay um i had a bit of time looking at this one today actually in prep prep for for today's episode some things that i noticed myself uh the 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 clash the away the it's quite noticeable in the print the quality of the image is not fantastic i've i've seemed to have picked up um you look at the some of the photos on the link here you, you probably can't pick it up in the the home because it's kind of got that blue treatment. But yeah, it, the marble look. I, I I would have thought from something from Adidas, they would have been able to get a really you know crisp sublimated mm. bit of artwork for a marble design in there. And I nearly feel like they've blown that marble JPEG up a bit too <laughs> too high to get some you know to get you know real clean. Yeah, it's uh, a bit of um, like a smudged water painting look to it eh? yeah yeah and maybe that's meant you know i get 
you know, it's marble, I guess. But I, I don't know. I, I would have thought it maybe would have been just a little bit more crisper, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, I quite like the gold treatment. I look, you know, I, was, I can see some people weren't too big of a fan of it. Um, I personally think that I like the away, the white base or that kind of bone colored base um, compared to the blue one, even though I, I understand, I know that the traditionally the Italians wear the, the blue with the white shorts. Um, I think that the treatment of the flags in the trim of both is too much. Um, it's also, yep. I think it's too much on the stripes on the shoulders too. I don't know whether you mentioned that the three white stripes mm. are there, but then on the first and third stripe, there's just a pin stripe of the red and green too. And I don't know. I, I just thought it was a bit Yeah. I don't too know if much. it's necessary on the, like the side piping and then around the back at the bottom. Um, That's on the blue one you're, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. I do. Too I do. I do like it on the stripes on the sleeves myself. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the blue one with the gold treatment as well. Like, I, again, I don't think it was necessary. I don't know if that's something that is common with, with the home, um, you know, the blue base jerseys where they do have that gold treatment in there too. But I, I don't know. I would have just sort of keep it, keep it white. Um, yeah. 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 Italy's, I mean, they go back and forward between gold trim and, and white trim or no trim. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, so they were my thoughts. I do, you know, in saying all that, I do really like that away. Um, I love me, uh, a good, you know, what is it? Two centimeter, um, sleeve band, um, yep. on a Navy and white always works well together. But as you say, as expected, a bit safe, maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. That's definitely, if I, previous to Adidas and Italy coming together, me imagining what it would look like in my head that's kind of it yeah uh what i will sorry i know i'm rambling a little bit now what i would say i i don't mind the fabrics um i'm not sure whether no. these are the player issues or if these are the the retails yeah. but player issue player issue um there are a few images in there of some close-ups and i don't mind the um the, the textures that are through the fabrics as well. I think they're really nice, particularly the side panel. It's got kind of like this checkered, but off, off centered skewed checkered look to it. Um, yeah. yeah. Really neat. Yeah. That runs through a lot of the stuff that's been released recently by Adidas. So Germany had it at the world cup. I think most of the teams did, but yeah, you're right. It's a really nice texture to it. Um, and even without having a design on the jersey, it adds some cool effects with the way the light hits it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, the design also goes through the shorts and the socks on the uh, home. So full marble all the way down, interestingly. The socks? Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. It's just like a marl kind yeah. of. Yep. Definitely the shorts though. Um, and I guess since we had it in our first episode last, or first episode ever, I guess. Um, I'm going to have to make it a tradition, but my yearly uh, amazement at what the Ford M Sport Rally team released for their new livery, and this year's a, another banger. Um, they've gone with a sort of that, like, what do you call it? That, like, synth look, pink and blue. Yeah. Um... Synth wave kind of look. Um, 90s rave kind of music stuff <laughs> yeah yep the word is escaping me right now but um i did have cyber, a, cyber, a bit of cyberpunk yeah look. a bit of that yeah. obviously the partnership with red bull which for some reason always looks great on the side of the car and then um for some reason of course it does it's a raging bull <laughs> <laughs> just looks cool and then yeah all the angles and different shadows and lighting and or like the different colors creating the shadows and it's a different car from last year same same car as last year they changed from 21 hmm. so that okay. was the fiesta and now they use the puma right i'll have to go back and look at our posts at the start of last year i mm. feel like the, the front of the car is a lot more rounded the there may be some head. differences in the aerodynamic package but yeah okay uh, it's the same base car, yeah. If you scroll right down as well, actually, the last image of the sort of link we're looking at, 
it's the pure carbon before it's been wrapped and it that looks so cool <laughs> how good does that look as well like pure black yeah. <laughs> my my car enthusiast days are are over i think you know i was peak interested at the the time of need for speed underground one and two were coming <laughs> out and you know i knew all of the brands and knew all of the you know you'd spend hours on end just detailing cars i don't i don't know if you were the same but um yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes you'd whack all the sponsors on in the the traditional spots and sometimes you'd come up with something like this which was just you know skeleton badass uh, <laughs> well, I, um, I recently got gran turismo 7 and yeah i've probably spent more time in the livery editor than actually racing oh for sure uh, you know you're a designer when you do that yeah yeah <laughs> i was doing that um uh during lockdown <laughs> during lockdown i think need for speed heat might have been came out around that time and yep. you know me and you know my oldest boy what he would have been three three at the time going on four you know not full you know not really understanding video games yet at that point but we just you know spend an hour or so mucking around you know making cars yeah yeah giving him the uh the basic understanding color principles that he's going to learn no (laughs) doubt very soon (laughs) um yeah no that's great good job mate i'd actually love to see more car stuff um popping up in here i know you follow it a little bit so there's any any more out there that our listeners are picking up by all means send them through yeah Um, well um bring up the f1 i guess when when it all starts coming out for the year yeah Um, and then actually in 2026 i think it is might be earlier but ford and red bull have partnered in the f1 as well so that might lead to some more cool similar liveries like this although this is heavily m sport yeah um influenced yeah that's sweet great job mate um yeah i'd i'd love to i'd love to get a um you know an artist on who who works on you know car detailing and and that type of stuff so if there is anyone out there that that is interested in coming yeah. on and chatting that is in that space um please let us know it's a very different kind of design too like i find the livery editors very hard to like get something that looks cool yeah like the like principles are the same aren't they to what we do from an apparel yeah. point of view you know you got your panels and sh- and there's you know things that shape in certain ways so you got to be conscious of that type of stuff it's a it's a you design i imagine oh i guess you design digitally or in some sort of yeah. cad whether that be 2d or 3d and then you you're kind of wrapping it but it, yeah so that i imagine there are some similarities but at the same time it is still quite different and, and yeah. there'd be some intricacies that i'd like to pick the brains of someone in that space and one thing that i always consider is like a t-shirt although it's 3d it's a 2d design whereas a car is very much like a 3d space with all the wings and different lines and stuff going on it and then if a logo goes over two parts of the car that are offset to each other like how does the perspective work and yeah just slap the logo over it or is there some stretching that goes on and stuff and is there any, any consideration or standardization around um, televised, you know, elements as well? You know, mm. you, you kind of put your designs here because you know that, you know, this is going to get a lot of airtime when you're doing a left turn or a right turn or going over, yeah. you know, a hill or whatever, you know, all of those type of things. I'm just so interested. Um, you know, this, I suppose there's not a lot of interactivity, you're not opening doors or anything like that. So there's probably not too much there, but I, I know that there'd be more that we wouldn't even know about. Hell, yeah. even inside the car, if they've got like dash cams and stuff like that, you know, where does that come into play? Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, hey, let's move on. I've got a new segment. It's called, uh, hey, hey, um, hey, guys, check out check out this design that I found. Um, <laughs> want, ev- everyone, <laughs> want everyone to, to be involved. So if, if there's any designs that you come across through your scopings of Instagram, Behance or wherever else you're looking, um, send them through to us. We want to include them in the show um have a look at them and share them on our instagram page as well um local talent you guys here in australia brisbane um wherever new zealand um and and offshore our sports any sport we want to we want to see it 
Um, so I've just got one entry to kick us off for this week, but, uh, you know, hopefully in the coming episodes, we can kind of expand that out to have a few more. I, I want to see what people are working on. I am so interested to see what everyone's got going on. So if you're posting something, tag us in it. Um, we, we might be able to reshare it or mention it on this show. So uh, this one uh, is P-S-I-S Samarang. Have I pronounced that correctly, Nick? You're getting <laughs> as good as mine on this one. But uh, in- Indonesian? Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Indonesian. It's their third kit. Um, uh, uh, suppliers are Rios. Uh, I think R-I-O-R-S. Um, the warrior needs a strong suit to blend his power with the cultural purity of our special city. Um, so the third kit that we're looking at here is a marvelous design. We're talking about illustrations just before. This is definitely a digital illustration. There's no doubt about it. Um, we've got a dragon kind of wrapping around on the front um, in some white and almost tur- turquoise um, color arrangement on a then Royal and Navy base with a lot of what I would describe as manga style smoke and waves um as mentioned you can check out the links via the website blog we'll also post some of the key highlights on our instagram page as well i um, would probably like to nominate this for some sort of award i'm not sure yet where it sits um but yeah i saw this and just went wow what an amazing piece of art um putting the illustration on the front aside. You've got the numbers on the back, which is really cool as well. It's kind of like a matchstick style. Um, uh, what would you call it? Like a scratchy style uh, illustration. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of like that when an anime character is very like surprised or intense, they get the like lines <laughs> coming off their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to explain it actually. Um, and the neckline on it too, it's, it's something mm. that we have seen before in some aspect, but not, I suppose, executed in this way. Yeah, so, I like that it sort of comes across. So it's a V-neck that sort of ends at the, the shoulder collar, hem almost. Yeah, collarbone, nearly turning into a raglan. I don't think this is a raglan, but it, it's, oh, it could be. Uh, it's hard to tell from the image that I'm yeah. looking at right at the moment. But, um, yeah could even nearly be a high collar um i reckon there's a bit of room they could probably bring that up a little bit higher i think but yeah anyway um beautiful piece of art came across my eyeballs wanted to add it in kick this new segment off um yeah love it any more of your comments yeah um it's got the nike bit on the back too (laughs) the nike bit from the world cup the the little piece that made the raglan oh yeah but it's done better it is done better it's done a little bit <laughs> actually i didn't I actually even... do like this a lot how can i buy this it did it didn't even notice that they've the way that they have kind of blocked out a back portion of that until you just mentioned that then we, we do have that turquoise color as the base around the, around the rear um yeah that's probably a football kit rule thing oh for sure uh, but it's yeah i don't know it's it's a great jersey yeah yeah so send us stuff in, tag us stuff, anything that we've missed, please let us know, um, which is a great segment into our mailbag. So what have we missed? Um, obviously, we've been out and out and about, but we're back um, after our Christmas break, and I'm sure there's a, a fair few things that we haven't picked up. So if we've missed anything from today that you feel is worthy mentioning, please let us know. Send us, send us a message via Instagram at Field of Design Podcast or email us at Field of design podcast at gmail.com if you agree with some of the things that we've said today or perhaps disagree i know i'm probably wrong about the saint kilda stuff but um you know i'm right so whatever um (laughs) you're not wrong don't argue with him uh but but by all means please let us know i'm not going to argue with you um but um yeah we'd love to hear from you and hear hear your thoughts or if you do just want to say good day by all means say good day um, let's chat. Uh, all right. I think that pretty much wraps us up for episode 42, episode one of season 2023. Uh, yep. 42. Wow. How many are we slated for this year? I think we're down for 40, 40 apps. Can we make uh, it happen? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> many. See how we go. 40 sounds good. 
<laughs> we're not getting any younger. But um, if you guys got any topics that you're interested in hearing about, send them through. Um, we'll add them to the list. As mentioned, we've got a few guests already lined up for the early part of the season, and I think we've quadrupled our amount for the year so far. So um, some artists and creatives from all portions of sport across a lot of different mediums. Um, and I'm really excited to have these chats with these people and, and bring their stories to our listeners and our community um, and for you guys to hear them. So thank you for listening. Um, if you're not, make sure you follow our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast. As mentioned, shoot us a message, give us a like. Um, let's keep the keep the uh, followers growing um, so we can be exposed to more and, and um, be able to chat about more things. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do. And um, hey, just for a moment, I know you're on public transport right now. Take your earbuds out. Let the rando next to you know that he, should, he or she should subscribe to. Um, I'm sure there's something interesting that we've mentioned that they would like to know about. Don't forget to leave us a review on your preferred podcast app and some stars. Nick? Uh, what are we? 7th of February. Hmm. Yeah, we can have seven this week. Seven stars. Lock it in. Um, and I think that pretty much wraps us up. Thank you, mate. Thank no you worries. for Thank coming you. back, putting Good up with back. me. <laughs> Another exciting year. Another year. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye.